Friends, listen to Luke's gospel, the first chapter, verses 5 through 22. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in years. Once when Zechariah was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to Zechariah an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, with the spirit and power of Elijah, he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of the Lord, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until these days occur. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondered at his delay in the sanctuary. When he did not come out, he could not, I'm sorry, when he did come out, he could not speak to them. And they realized that he had had a vision in the sanctuary. Zechariah kept motioning to them, but remained unable to speak. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we did not come this day to hear a human word. We came this day to hear a word only from you. And so we ask that you would silence us too. Silence the thoughts of our minds that crowd in. Silence the concerns and worries of our heart. 
Silence it all so that we may hear only your voice speaking hope into our lives. We ask it in the name of the one who brought hope, the Christ child. Amen. The ancient Israelites believed that a Messiah would come. But before the Messiah came, they believed, there would come someone who would point the way to the Messiah. Someone like a prophet who would come and tell them to get ready for God, the Messiah's coming into the world. They did not believe that God would come into the world until they were a people who were ready. And so they believed that someone would come along and tell them, get ready, the Messiah is coming. Many believed that it would be Elijah. Elijah did not die. He was taken away in a whirlwind. And so they believed that maybe it was Elijah who would come again to the people and say, get ready, turn back to God, repent for the Messiah is coming. They had this expectation. And Zechariah and Elizabeth were faithful, good people. Zechariah and Elizabeth would have expected this too. We know that Zechariah and Elizabeth were faithful. They lived according to the Lord's commandments and decrees. He was a priest, and Elizabeth knew all about that because she descended from Aaron, from that priestly class. And so when we come to this story in Luke's gospel, we have two good and faithful people who knew that someone would come to point the way to the Messiah. And so on a random holy day of worship, Zechariah, it was his turn for his group of priests to serve in the sanctuary. And Zechariah, they cast lots. And Zechariah is the one who will come and offer incense. There's this incredible image that is given to us in this story. Zechariah is in the sanctuary. He would have been the only one there, the only one who could approach the altar of God in order to give this incense. And everyone else is right outside praying, praying, praying to God, praying for the Messiah, praying that God would hear all that would be offered by the priest. And as Zechariah is in there, the angel Gabriel appears. Now, we've met the angel Gabriel before. We met the angel Gabriel in Daniel. And the angel Gabriel is no slight figure. It is not that someone just appeared to the right side of the altar. It is the angel, the messenger of God, bigger than life, full of holiness. And he says to Zechariah the most amazing thing. Yes, someone will come before the Messiah. And that person will call people to repent so that when the Messiah comes, they will be ready. But that person's name is not Elijah. That person's name will be John and Zechariah. It will be your son, your son, Zechariah, even though you think that your family is cut off, that there will be no children, it will be your son. You will name him John. 
And that's part of the unusual part of this story. It would have been normal to name that child son of Zechariah. No one's named John. And so for Gabriel to come and say these incredible words and to say that they would name him John, well, it all is too much for Zechariah to believe. Hey, it's impossible that his wife is going to have a child. And they have waited so long and it hasn't happened. Why would it happen now? B, that their child, not Elijah, would be the one to call people to prepare for the way of the Lord. That's unimaginable. And the name just pushes them over the edge so that Zechariah says, how will we know? How will we know? I'm really old. How are we going to know that this happens? And Gabriel says, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of the Lord, and I am telling you this is true. And then Gabriel says, because you didn't believe, you will be struck mute. It seems like a punishment, doesn't it? It seems as if Zechariah's moment of doubt means that he will be punished with this silence. But I don't think it was a punishment. I think the silence is a gift from God. Because now Zechariah will not speak, but will just watch and wonder as all of the events come to pass. It's not a punishment to be struck mute. It is a gift. No longer, Elijah, will you come and say the right words and your priestly duties. No wonder will you have, no longer will you have to speak and tell Elizabeth what is happening. What will your friends say? How will you respond? No longer will you have to do any of that. Zechariah, you will be silent and you will get to see God at work in the world through your very child. It's not a punishment. Silence, I imagine, is the only way that Zechariah could fully pay attention to what God was doing in the world. Silence is actually the only response to the birth of John the Baptist and his message to get ready for Jesus. Silence is really the only response The only reasonable response when we gather here on Christmas Eve and we peek over the manger and we see the child who will finally make us right with God. There are no words for awe and wonder. No words that can give voice to what God is doing through Gabriel, through Zechariah, through Elizabeth, through Mary through the Christ child. And so it seems like a punishment, but it's not, friends. It's a gift. It is a gift because Zechariah will speak not a word, but he will see his child come into the world. And he will speak not a word until they ask him, what shall you name him? And he gives him the name John. Then, then Zechariah speaks again. I hope for you the gift of silence this Advent and Christmas season. I hope for you just five minutes a day 
When you have no words and you can ponder the enormity of the gift that we are being given, God is coming to us again and again to walk with us, to offer us forgiveness and love. There are no words that can prepare you for that. And so in the busyness of this holiday season, when everything is focused on more, I hope you are given the gift of silence so that maybe, maybe you can be alive like Zechariah was to the miracle of Christmas. Silence is the gift, not a punishment.